0: Welcome in to the In the Money podcast for Thursday, April 20th at Keeneland. Tom Leach along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development, taking a look at the late pick four on the Thursday card. Starts in the sixth race, starter allowance, four-year-olds and up, six and a half furlongs. Who'd you land on, Jim?
1: Well, I'm going to make my pick four really simple here to begin with. I'm going to single Devil's Tower for Chris Hartman. Um, A lot of things point to this horse as being the favorite, seven to five morning line. I read Ortiz takes them out for Chris Hartman, who, as we've been talking about for months, has been hot this spring at Oaklawn and at Fairgrounds. Uh, has only raced three times at Keeneland uh, through the weekend. I'm not sure if he had a horse on Wednesday or not, um, but he's one, only one for three. But this horse, I read, replaces uh, Arietta, who is basically Chris's go-to rider uh, at Oaklawn and Fairgrounds. But... Um, I think horse, uh horse has positional speed. He's won three in a row. He stays at the $30,000 starter allowance. He's won at $35,000 starter allowance at Oakline. Um, I just think he's the best horse in the race. Now, Nifty for Brett Calhoun has an 87 buyer and last time out at Sam Houston. Don't know how that competition compares to Oakland. I know it's not as strong, uh, but it was an optional $40,000 claimer, so he did. Uh, Race against 40,000 instead of 30,000. But I got to believe that the Oakline races were tougher. And he might have a hard time going wire to wire against this bunch. Blue Kentucky for Rosario and Sims on the inside is another one of those turfway shippers that you look at the numbers and he fits from that. Uh, He's better at turfway than he was on the dirt. But there are some 80s scattered throughout his past performances, including a really impressive $20,000 claiming win at Churchill at a mile in November. So I think mean, Blue Kentucky has a shot from the inside. But I think Devil's Tower is is very likely the most likely winner in the sequence, and that's the one I'm going to single. I
0: ended up trying to beat him with Nifty on the angle that uh, the horse has really improved for the new trainer, Brett Calhoun. Coming off a year-and-a-half layoff, this horse has consecutive wins with an 83 buyer and then improving to an 87 buyer. And so I think I'm going to try Nifty to beat Devil's Tower, who's certainly the legit favorite with 10 wins from 21 starts, and three in a row, and is one at Keeneland. But it's a at that short price, just it's my nature to always try to look for somebody else. So I have landed on Nifty. I'm going to use one more in on my pick four ticket. Tilted Towers horse has speed. Uh, comes off a grade. Uh, two or excuse me a, a nice win at uh, not a great two but a nice win at Hawthorne and now ships into Keeneland and this horse could stay up there and uh, I think find a a level at which to be probably uh, much lower odds than he'll be here and yet they ship into Keeneland where the money's better so that's a little intriguing to me this horse had a really sharp workout at the Churchill Downs training track of 47 flat and that's really fast for that Uh, facility so i'm going to throw tilted towers in as well the seventh race is a third level allowance four-year-olds and up mile and a 16th on the turf ended up on royal patronage uh, near the outside out of the 11 hole it's grand motion coming off a layoff but he can certainly have them ready sources had a steady steady series of works to get ready as a matter of fact three the last three of them at six furlongs which you don't see often so one would think this horse ought to be ready. You get Rosario to ride. Horse faced really good company last year, so uh, I think maybe they get their 2023 campaign off on the right foot with a win at Keeneland. Uh, good governance certainly merits respect. Uh, Faces some good ones, and uh, his last three outings at uh, Gulfstream, two birds. A little interesting at a price. He's had his best buyer figures out of his last four races, now moves back to the turf course in which he's run well. Tiberius Mercurius, it's Mike Maker in the third start in that barn, so that horse could be improving. Dominican Pioneer uh, moved up when put on the turf last fall by Wesley Ward, now coming off a layoff, has good speed. Maybe this horse is really taking, uh, uh, taking it to a new level on the turf. And then I'm going to throw in one more, El Cabong for Rusty Arnold. Uh, the nine horse, 15 to one, just on the angle that this horse got good last spring on the turf here at Keeneland and then carried it down over to Churchill. And then they put him in, uh, in deep waters against the likes of Ivar next time out. And maybe something happened. Horse didn't come back until, uh, the winter and, uh, has run a couple of synthetic races. So now getting back on his best surface, maybe he could move back up. So I'm gonna go kind of deep in here. Six deep as a matter of fact, but I have Royal patronage on top. How about you?
1: This is one of the better races we've carted this year, I think. It's, uh, it, it's got a lot of quality horses in there for allowance race. It could be a, a grade three, I think, because these horses are just below that level. And I, I agree on your top two horses, but your other horses, I don't even have in my ticket. So... I'm also I'm going four deep in here, but I'm also going to throw in a couple of also eligibles in if they get in. My top pick was Royal Patronage as well, uh, thinking the horse ran against the Nation's Pride. If uh, that horse shows up here and gets a 90 buyer, it's going to be very tough to beat. But he's been off since September. Uh, he tried a mile and a quarter at Colonial, the Virginia Derby. It didn't work out well at nine to five. But uh, Grand Motion, obviously off the layoff, is impressive at plus 180 days. He's 29 percent. So. All these turf horses take the winter off, pretty much, and, and this is a good spot for this one to come back in. But I think it's it's way far from a slam dunk. Good governance for uh, Anemia and uh, Bayerano. Turf Invitational on Pegas- Pegasus Day, it only got beat three and three quarters to Atone at 47 to one. And uh, Atone, Ivar, Speaking Scout, all those horses that finished above him, that race would be the favorite here. So I'm gonna use Good Governance. I'm going to use Kapuna for Brett Calhoun thinking this horse drawn on the inside might just beat da- Dominican Pioneer to the punch and get the lead and could take him a long way here with uh, Guterres on. I mean, he's ready to perform for Brad Cox. The numbers are lower, but the horse has run decently here at Keeneland. Uh, not, you know, they ran the Bryant Station and just faded at the end. Went off at less than five for one. Came back in the fairgrounds and disappointed. But the horse has some back class. Grade two Saratoga win last year uh, would put him right there, and Pratt takes them out. And then I'm going to use the outside horses 14 and 15. I think you got to look at this. If we have a couple of scratches, Vintage Print the 14 for Talamo and Paula Lobo, and Burning Bright for Norm Cassie and Ortiz are um, are very legitimate contenders if they draw in. So pay attention to the scratches, and if I would use those horses if they get in. So 14. But possibly six, six deep if those is those outside side
0: horses draw in. Another allowance race is the third leg of the pick three. It's race eight, non-winners of two other than back on the dirt at a mile and an eighth for four-year-olds and up. Who'd you like in this one?
1: Well, I think Vittorio is the obvious choice here, but I did not think that he was uh, a prohi- should be a prohibitive favorite at six to five. So I'm I'm trying to beat him in here. I'm going to use him. Because if he runs back to that 100 buyer, he's going to win. But uh, there's three other horses in here that I thought could take a step forward, starting with Cook Creek, for Jeremiah O'Dwyer up at 95 buyer at Gulfstream at a mile and 16th stretches out to a mile and 8th. An and has run a mile and 8th an a couple times before, and has some Grade Threes in his back line. And uh, maybe he's just gotten better. He just ran his best race of his life, only got beat three quarters of a length in Official 62,000. So this is. A little bit better, the 80,000 level, but not not too big a jump. Spa City for Louis Saez and Keneally comes off an 86 buyer at Oakland and has been extremely consistent and has a win over the Keeneland course. So that's a big thing, although it happened back in his three year old year, I think. Um, I was going to use Vittorio and I'm going to throw in Curbstone for Tom Morley. Giroux takes them out for Tom. And the one thing I I really liked about him was three for four at the distance. Uh, this horse seems to be a mile and an eight specialist and those races are hard to find. And Morley ships him here from aqueduct specifically for this race. Morley's a really good horseman and we need to call his wife Maggie to see how this horse is doing. So, uh, <laughs> Curbstone, I'm going to, I'm going to use him as well. I'm going to go four deep in here. I think Curbstone's got a big shot at, at six
0: to one. Yeah. Maggie Wolfendale Morley is the outstanding analyst, uh, in the Naira races and, uh, uh, he uh, has shipped into Keelan before and had some horses run uh, run very big. I ended up taking Vittorio, and uh, I'm going to single for budgetary reasons on the ticket to try to keep it a little uh, lighter on this Thursday card. Uh, I think this horse has faced a lot better than uh, most of these in the last two starts. Distance is a question, but the horse is out of a smart strike mare, so should be able to handle a mile and an eighth. And it's the third start off a long layoff, so might even take a step forward in this spot. Cook's Creek I had certainly off that uh, big 95 buyer last time against Lesser, but uh, maybe this horse is just starting to get good. And a repeat of that certainly makes him a major player. Creative Minister I'm going to use uh, within the race, uh, play in the race. Just this horse is second off a layoff for McPeak had a nice 89 buyer uh, in early March out at Oakland and has won here. Uh, did so very impressively. Uh, that actually uh, led him into uh, a start, I think, in the Preakness uh, after uh, came out of a maiden win at Keeneland and had an impressive win on Derby Day at Churchill and parlayed that into uh, a Preakness start. And just on the fact that he, he ran so well at Keeneland, I'm going to take a look at that one as well. But Vittorio for me. The ninth race, three-year-old maidens on the turf at a mile. I found a little bit of a price play in here. St. Neots at 10-1 to 1 on the morning line for Vicky Oliver. This horse made a big improvement in his first start as a 3 year old and lost to a, a well regarded Chad Brown runner but uh, this horse comes for i guess said from the Oliver barn and they have excellent numbers with horses making their second start off a layoff and uh, her barn usually points for this meet so Saint Neots at 10 to 1 I think is dangerous in there uh, just so for Chad Brown second in the, the debut race uh, the 10 Cyber Ninja for Mott Turf is still a question mark, but this horse ran in a really strong maiden race down at Gulfstream. And then Forge in Fire, the four horse, it's Lynch and Le Peru, and that's a potent combo here at Keeneland. horse was fourth in the debut race at Gulfstream, and in these maiden and allowance races, it's, it's usually, it usually pays dividends to focus on the horses coming off the Gulfstream circuit. But I ended up on St. Neots in here. Who did you like?
1: I went deep here. I, I thought that this race has a shot at getting a price um, so I used a couple in there that you didn't mention Cyber Ninja for Mott question mark on the turf just so for Rosario is Chad Brown's second start but uh, he made his debut on the uh, synthetic at Gulfstream so there are question marks in the two favorites Baldazar for Neil Drysdale coming out of the Santa Anita turf Could be a lot different on the human turf but uh, he almost won uh, at Santa Anita, maiden special weight w- with a 77 buyer in March. Uh, just just so for Chad Brown, as I said, I'm going to use Sherlock's Jewel for Shug Gate. is one I think has a shot and a price. The horse has been off since Kentucky down, uh, but ran well there and only got beat a length and a half in a 155,000 maiden race there. So Shug took him there off a fairly good debut at Ellis Park so Sherlock's Jewel may be ready for this one and then I'm going to take a shot with uh, Shamanic Go Sharp first time starter he's not great at first time starters but he's got a lot of work for this one uh, has prepared well and with everybody else kind of having question marks the first time starter might not be a bad way to go here and then Royal Sandrin for Rodolfo Brise, uh gets uh, Pratt on there a big move up from uh, Gilligan at Turfway so I'm going to Use the front horse too, so I'm gonna go six deep in the pick four.
0: Let's get to our pick four tickets. I'll go first and start with three, four, eight in the sixth race, then one, four, seven, nine, eleven, twelve, then single the one, and then four, five, eight, ten for a thirty-six dollar ticket. Playing it a little lighter on this uh, Thursday pick four ticket. How about you?
1: I'm gonna single the four horse in the first leg, uh, then go four deep with two, five, seven, eleven. Four deep again with one, five, six, eight. Six deep in the last leg, two, six, seven, eight, nine, ten for $48. So you and I have separate singles. So if somebody believes that that we're each correct, uh, you could go four with as many as you can afford, with one with as many as you can afford, and have a shot at getting a ticket using our two
0: singles. Yeah, that's a interesting uh, way to do it. Kind of opens up the second and the uh, fourth legs if you play it that way. Best of luck. but uh, By the way, there is a turf pick three on the Thursday card. It starts in race five, uh, and that also begins the late pick five on the Thursday card. Best of luck with your wagers. We'll be back to take a look at the Friday card on our next edition of the End the Money podcast for KalenSelect.com.